welcome to a new episode of Let's Talk About. New for us anyway. I keep saying that same thing. <laughs> it's like, oh, I, like I, don't know, I don't know how to open this. Anyway, that voice you've just heard um, was a man named Seb. Ah, bonjour. Oh, don't know why he's going for French. Anyway, my <laughs> name is um, Elliot. And here today, us, we will be talking about a film. <laughs> oh, um, we will. A oh. uh, uh, Pixar film set in southern Italy. Very good. Thank you. Uh, or should I say Nice? That's what we're talking about. That makes no sense. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. This is going really well. What are we talking about again? Um, ratatouille. Oh, yeah. Ratatouille. You ever eaten ratatouille? Um, no. It Me looks neither. really nice, but I thought a lot of the thin things were pepperoni, but then I discovered they're all vegetables. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't it a vegetarian dish? Yeah. Yeah, funny that. Oh, dear. Um, you s- seen this movie before? I have. Um, did I see it in cinema? I can't remember. I think I've... I've either seen it once or twice. I can't remember. I've seen it a few times. Um, are we... We can do spoilers straight away, can't we? This is an old film. Yeah. Um, uh, for those who haven't seen Ratatouille... Go see it. Um, Pixar's... 2007 hit won the Oscar for best animated film. Um, I can't you remember. with uh, I did look this up. River uh, stats. Can't remember who I, who else it be. It was probably some like terrible DreamWorks movie. Um, but yeah, so this yeah, this is a film set in Paris. This is a film all about how my life got twisted upside down. Yeah, it's a sequel to The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Um, so no, it's, it's the secret rat of Paris. Uh, ah. Secret life of pets. Well, it's um, it features a rat called Remy, who is a bit different to all his mates because he has a keen sense of smell, um, which is used to basically sniff out poison for the family. But he really likes food and cooking, uh, which gets him into trouble. Uh, they end up in Paris, and he um, he meets a struggling um, garbage boy called Linguini. Not like the pasta. Very French name, is it? Um, who who can't cook, but Remy, as a rat, can. Um, and so he ends up cooking, and then other stuff happens, and we find out some things. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a story happens. <laughs> we find out some things. Uh, yeah, so that's that's the story without spoiling anything. Yeah. Um, general impression of the film? General impression? Um... I've always liked this movie, mm. but I feel like this is the first time I've watched it. I think since I've been older. Okay. I feel like I have a newfound appreciation of it because mm. it is great. Honestly, this film, a masterpiece. Pretty great. So charming. Yeah. Oh, I've, I'd eaten. I think I was already eating dinner at the start of the film. I'd already eaten, but every scene I was like, oh, I need to cook something. Mm. Like, I never wanted to cook so much. And the idea of a rat, which is obviously associated with dirty stuff and scraps of food. If they were actually very clean animals. Apparently, thank you very yeah. much. I was thinking about you during this film, because um, for the listeners who don't know, you used to own two rats, didn't you? A couple yeah. of rats. Well, technically, I, I used to own five. Oh. But only ever four at the same time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. And uh, no, they are actually very clean animals. Mm. But to be fair, mine weren't living in the sewers eating garbage. Oh, okay. No. But yeah, so the idea of like a rat that can never be in a kitchen, because it's kicked out, Cooking and stuff is like quite a cool mix. Uh, the idea that anyone can cook, but what does that really mean? It's kind of like saying it can come from anywhere. Nice little message. 
Um, there's some really good themes in there. There's some nice family stuff with him and his brother and dad, and um, all that stuff is great. The food looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, according to the trivia, basically, the two main things they study were rats and kitchens. Yeah. So they, I think, they actually had rats there, didn't they? Yeah. So yeah. um, one of the, I can't remember if it was a producer or someone, um, they brought in their pet rats and they studied them so they could understand their movements and how their hair um, looked and things like that. Um, and then they like spent time in a kitchen to see how stuff there works and all that looked like spot on. Um, it's just such a well-made movie. Yeah. Oh. Well, I have notes. Oh. I know. I don't normally have notes. Well, I have trivia and you have notes. Yeah, well, the thing is, it's like we were talking about this before, is our very first podcast on The Rescuers, it was. Yeah. I had a whole page full of notes. I was prepared. Yeah. And then those notes got less and less. Got to the point where you'd have about three notes. There was three film. notes. And then I then stopped having notes. And then you stopped watching the film. <laughs> Only because I had seen them <laughs> all recently. And I didn't want to watch them again. Mm. Okay. But yeah. I, I did watch this one. That's I think good. I messaged you when I watched it. You did, yes. Yeah, was it um, Monday? Possibly. Yeah, it was Monday. I watched, you said... I watched two thirds of it Monday, and I watched the last third Tuesday. I was going to do something similar, but I thought, oh, I don't know if I can. I need to watch the whole thing. And I'm really glad I did, because I was so invested in it. That's good. Oh. That's and um, there's, uh, we'll talk about it later on, but there was a particular scene that did get me quite emotional. And like, I knew it was coming as well. And I was like, oh. I'm going to see if it's the scene that... I am thinking about. So what we can do, you can tell me your notes. Uh, we can talk about anything else. I've got some trivia. Now, comparing this to last Disney episode, which had like the trivia was, this is Disney's 61st film or whatever. This has got loads of really cool trivia. So I'll pick out a few things I think is fun. And then, yeah. Okay. First of all, for a film all about rats and food, the music is great. Oh, so good. Very jazzy. He got nominated for, for an Oscar for the music and for sound design as well. Oh, well, there we go. Yeah. That, that's one of mine. I love an accordion. Nice, thank you. Yeah, because like, I've forgotten all about music. And I'm yeah. like listening, I was like, this is a, this is a bop. Because oh. this is as well as like when they're cooking stuff, it's like it's perfect for that and mm. the ambiance. Oh, so good. Really good. Yeah. Do you say you wanted all my notes? Yeah, so please, um, um, oh, by the way, I think we've mentioned it a few times, but there will be spoilers now. Yep, spoilers from now on. And I wouldn't normally deter from listening to our podcast, but if you have not seen Ratatouille, oh. can I please say right now, it's a near-perfect film. Yeah, this is like... Go, go on Disney+, Plus, yeah. watch that film. When we... You don't even have to come back, but just do no. that to yourself. When we do our ranking, how does this rank compared to the others, we may... Yeah, well, I don't know, but uh, we've I think, I, think I know. But yeah. Yeah, well, I was thinking right, we'll talk about it later because that would get drift off. Um, the uh, so it, it's interesting how as the rats, the reason how he's doing the cooking, um, is like how he's controlling what's his face in Guini, yeah, by his hair, yes. And I like how it was literally a case of um, when he was worried that this girl that Linguini liked was going to catch him. He just forces him to go kiss him. Yeah, kiss her, that was good. And I'm like... Because she's holding the pepper spray up to his head as well. Yeah. And it's like, ooh, I should like yeah. And oh, it made me laugh. It was quite amusing. This film, I don't think it's deliberately funny. Well, no, so it's not trying to be a comedy, but when it does, it's really funny. Yeah. Like, I found myself laughing at quite a lot of scenes. No, I did There's, oh, there's a particular one where he, because he's in the sewer and then like Gusto's, uh, like the ghost of Gusto speaks to him. And he's like, go on, go upstairs. I was like, okay. So he's like walking along through the kind of ceiling and there's, um, he, he sees a man and a woman arguing 
he walks by and he has a gunshot and then like he runs back to check what's happened and then they start making out and he's like and he rolls, he rolls his <laughs> eyes and carries on i thought what a great little moment to put in oh no, pretty saucy mm. um uh, saucier oh well done uh, uh, i learned quite a lot about kitchens did you the saucier is in charge of sauces oh yeah probably can figure that out um sous chef is in charge when the chef isn't there um, it's really helped me when I played over- Overcooked. Oh, I hate that uh, game. That's that stress <laughs> and a half. That is. I feel like um... chicken tonight. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. Um, what was I see? I've now lost what I was going to say. Oh yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure I heard somewhere that like chefs who've like seen this film have like they've made it quite explicit that they've done this spot on like oh, okay. how a kitchen works and even the things like um, don't hold me to this, but. I've, I mean, you might know, you have a trivia king for this, mm. but even along the lines where like different markings to like have on them from like holding like different like equipment oh, and okay. like how they stand and things like that. Like they've got the whole oh, okay, that's cool. like shebang, like correct. Because they've got like all the different like kind of oh, know, like pots and pans and different uh, saucepans and things like that and the different dishes and like the, the food looks quite accurate as well and the different knives. And there's a scene where like Colette is training Linguini and all the different techniques and stuff. So I assume they probably have actually... You can tell... Like, I was thinking about this when I was reading up on it. Because I don't know... So I've mentioned that this, um, that Pixar documentary to you, uh, a Pixar story. Mm. It sounds like an incredible place to have worked at, like in the 90s and noughties. Yeah. Because they basically just like explore stuff. Like they literally, they filmed like in the garden for A Bug's Life. They would like study rats and kitchens and things to make this film. And it's like, how cool when you're just exploring things to see how it works and then making stories about it. And yeah, so that probably would make sense that it's accurate. Mm. One thing about like Disney, to be fair, is they normally really look into whatever they're doing. It's yeah. not just Pixar. It's yeah. like the different um, backgrounds of people, you know, whether it be mm. um, something like Coco is an example, where they look through into what makes, um, what do you call it? I don't know. Whoever those people in Coco are from, Mexico? Mexico. Yeah. yeah. I, I was like, it's gone out of my head. Because it's Deus de los Muertos, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So going into like exactly what goes behind there. Um, and even like with each of their films, like matching the music to that particular style of music mm. that they have. Um, and like, was it Lion King? They went to Africa to study animals as well for like the animation and things. Probably. Yeah. Um, and like the other one I was thinking of was going like the Marvel side of things, Disney was like Miss Marvel, how like apparently they yeah. got all that culture and everything correct. So yeah, they they, they always do it very well. Mm. Which I think is good because it's good for learning. Which, yeah. Which we it's been from the start, hasn't it? You know, yeah. Saludos Amigos, uh, oh, the three Gabrieros. Uh, that was great. Because <laughs> that, that was and you generally do become interested in these different places and seeing an a- accurate representation of it as well. Mm. So a lot of people hate on Disney, but I think they do a lot of like good things. But we do a lot of teaching. Yeah. Um, when there's people involved that care about it and you can tell there was a lot of care in this movie and it really comes across i think yeah wonderful stuff got a little bit of trivia for you here i've gone in um at 60 minutes into the film when remy is climbing out of the sewers for the first time he is barked at by a dog in one of the houses oh Yes. Yeah, now you only see the dog silhouette, but it's actually the dog Doug from Pixar's then still in production movie up. Scroll! Point. Who knows? I wonder what we're going to get for our spin the wheel today. I wonder if it will be up or if it will be oh. um, Saludos Amigos. 
I'd be happy with one of those options. Yeah, I think you're right because it says here about chef and television personality Anthony Bourdain's favorite food centric movie. He said, "Yeah, he got it all right, basically." Oh, well, that's good. Oh. See, I do, I do pay attention to some things. Sometimes I know <laughs> what I'm talking about. I don't just wing it. Oh. Yeah, it's very rare though. It's not even today. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> right. So that was two of my points. Now, a third of my points goes to the ending of Ooh. the film. Now, do you want me to go straight there? Go for it. Okay. So, um, yeah, as you kind of mentioned, like the plot, you know, this rat knows how to cook. It's controlling this guy who doesn't know how to cook. He's now working at this used to be top end kitchen and he's controlling him by touching his hair. Mm. Um, And then the villain Mm. comes into play. I can't remember his name. Ego. Ego, yeah. And he's a, um, whatchamacallit, a review person. Food critic. That's the one. That's the <laughs> correct terminology. Um, so anyway, so he's a food person. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I don't like food. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So he's a food critic. And um, he's the one who basically, like, his reviews can destroy restaurants. That's what happened to this one. Yeah, because it was a five-star Michelin star restaurant. He then gave a bad review, which made him lose a star. And then it caused the main chef to die, <laughs> which made him lose another one. Yeah, pretty unfortunate. Mm. So anyway, the whole thing is that he's going to be coming back to try the restaurant again. Mm. And this, you know, if he gets a bad review, cool, it's gone. And oh. this guy's hard to please, mm. you know. Do you like that shot where you see the bird's eye view of the room he's in? It's like a, um, a skull a coffin. in it. Oh, a coffin, yeah. yeah. And his typewriter is a skull. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, oh, look at you, trivia. Trivia king over oh, here. You know. Oh, no. Um, so, yeah. Well, I was just saying that. Oh, yeah. Um, so he's kind of like the villain. But I feel like one of the best scenes for me, and I'll see if this is what you were on about earlier, was when he finally gets given this dish. Oh. And it's not this, um, you know, really well planned out dish or anything like that. It's something quite simple. It is, funnily enough, Ratatouille. Oh. Um, Roll credits. And like he has it. And just like the expression on his face, oh. and it's just like the whole demeanor. I'm getting chills thinking about and it. And the effect, the emotion you get through via animation, just from a face change. There are things you can do in animation that you can't do with like regular acting because they do like the dolly zoom where you like you pull the camera physically back, but you zoom in. I think, mm-hmm. and you get that kind of shot. And his eyes like wide open, and it cuts back to him as a child when he's like injured, and his mum makes ratatouille. Because Colette calls it peasant's food. Yeah. So it kind of tells you a bit about his upbringing. Mm. Oh, sorry, I was going to be more to that. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, that was a really powerful scene. Like, yeah. I, as soon as he was bringing out the ratatouille, I was like getting the chills because I knew exactly what was going to happen. I got very emotional watching that film. Mm. It was very good. And obviously, it's a nice, happy ending mm. as well because it goes to show that actually the moral of the story isn't about continuing on this legacy of this restaurant. Yeah. But it's just anyone can cook. Yeah, because it was, and you should have fun. Because it was realistic. It was like, you know, yeah, we got the great review, we got back to five stars, and then obviously we got closed down because there were the rats in the kitchen. We couldn't keep the guy tied up forever. Um, but then they got the nice happy ending, got their own little place, and um, Ego was able to actually enjoy himself there. Like he's smiling, which you didn't see the rest of the film. And Remy can cook, and he gets that respect. Fabulous, amazing stuff. Um, have you got any other points you wanted to make? Um. I thought it was quite interesting seeing the whole um, Linguini struggling with, I don't know, like success, I guess, but like being thrust into that position. And it's like Remy obviously wants the acknowledgement, but at the same time, can Linguini go to the press and say, oh, by the way, it's not me, it's a rat. Yeah. 
Um, I found Remy quite infuriating at times. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not all the time. It's like, I feel like one of the most heartwarming things, because I like relate to this a lot, is like when um, Linguini gets, um, like, I can't remember what it is, he gets really upset with like Remy. Yeah. And then like pushes him aside and then like he goes out. Yeah. And then like he straight away regrets it and he tries to fix it and he can't find him. Yeah. And then he does find him and he's just like, he words it all like really sweetly. Yeah. He goes through what kind of character he is. Like, you know, okay, he's made mistakes, but you know, he he's owned up to that and he just wants yeah. to make him feel better. And then, like, Remy's in this terrible situation. Oh, that really hurt me, though. Because yeah. there's also that scene where he goes to throw Remy into the river. Mm. Um, then he lets him out, and then Remy runs off. Like, ah. That, like, really, like, made me really sad. Because mm. he's like, oh, I trusted you kind of thing. But then he's like, oh, and he comes back. There's a few really heartwarming scenes. And I think it starts off where he's first in the house, and he's watching Gusto's TV program. And just the look on his face, he's, like, holding, like, the cheese... And he's so, he's smiling like the biggest smile ever, like this idea of being able to cook and yeah. it filling him with like uh, belief and stuff. I was like, it's a rat, and I'm caring so much about it. Oh, so nice. Mm. And um, yeah, that whole thing where he's gonna drop him in the river. Yeah, that's like a horrible way to like kill them. Yeah, because. What's actually going to kill him? It's just like suffocation or being like... Because he's terrified and he's basically at his mercy at that point. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. It's just like, I feel like there's more humane ways to kill a rat. Yeah. I do love when they go to the apartment and he's got on the on the kind of window ledge sill and it's um he's made a little bed for Remy and he's got a little bit of cheese and then he's got the view yeah, of Paris. Yeah. And it's like... Because it, it was it was quite nice when Linguini says, you know, oh, this is my apartment, it's not great, but, you know, it's got a couch and a TV and heating and stuff. And then there's that view of Paris, and it's like, yeah, perspective, isn't it? It's like, what's Remy used to? You know, not used to the sewer or, you know, the attic. Like, having those views and things. It's like... So it's been like, you know, that's used like a poor man's apartment. But actually, if you were to rent that out for yeah. the night, you know, just that view of the, um, yeah. what do you call it? Not the Empire State. The building. Eiffel Tower. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, close enough. Yeah, both, both have Spider Man on it. Um, True. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, you know, it'd be quite expensive. But um, yeah, no. Did you know that to, I did. S- to save time and memory when animating the movie, human characters were designed and animated without toes? To be fair. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thank you for that. I mean,. <laughs> They don't need toes, to be no. fair. So this is one, I don't know if it's still up to date when this is put on, but um, it said, with a meta score of 96, mm-hmm. this is Metacritic's best-reviewed movie by Pixar. It's also the best-reviewed animated movie in general. Oh. Second, 22nd best-reviewed movie of all time. Wow. So this is definitely up there with the greats, like, you know, Toy Story, Incredibles. Um, I can't think what else, really. But yeah, definitely top-tier Pixar. Yeah. There's one section I want to go into, but I'll, I'll go into it when we finish talking about the film. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to add? Um, just trying to think. I, I like the stuff with his family and things like he. Which one? Uh, Remy, sorry. Okay. Um, he doesn't quite fit in, but then when he has the gift of smelling, he's like, oh, "I have a place," and then it's like, oh, it's just sniffing stuff, and it's like they're all quite content with things like that. But he's like, "Oh no, I want." Like oh, I want to cook and do all these other things, and there's that great scene where it's like his dad and brother go off one way because he's like, 
pretending to be a rat for my dad. I'm pretending to be human for like Linguini. And he's kind of neither. And that was quite cool. It's like people torn between what they want to do and what's expected of them. And kind of similar stuff to other films we've talked about recently. Um, like Strange World, I guess. Um, but I think that was done really well. And it's just, yeah, it's just so good. I love the, the characters in the kitchen. Um, when oh, yeah. when Linguini like first comes and the guy's like, you know, he's a son of Renato. He's like really close to Gusto. He's got to, you know, you've got to give him a job. And Skinner's like, no, no, no. It's like, oh, we need a garbage boy. But they're all like the idea that anyone can cook. They're all like really up for the idea. They'll get like really yeah. um, fired up by it. And I thought that was really heartwarming. And in fact, they they um, they do take pride in it. They're like, oh, Linguini's soup was like they really loved it and they want they want more of it and stuff and obviously the sous chef's jealous but they were like really supportive for him i thought that was really nice and like colette is like i only got here because i worked hard and i'm the best because it's really hard for women but she's like but actually this guy's nice i'm gonna show him the ropes and stuff that was really good i can kill you with my thumb yeah <laughs> that's like, <laughs> that was good um yeah it was nice because it was realistic because like um, i know you mentioned it before but like when everyone left the kitchen yeah because they would yeah um, but yeah, it was like it was sad, mm. but they did it. They did it. They did. Don't know if I would have liked it with all the rats doing it. Nah. I know that you know Remy washes hands, but yeah, don't think everyone else did. It's <laughs> when Colette's in there. She's like, come back, and it's full of rats. And then the rat Delta team come back in with the food inspector tied up, and it's like, <laughs> what's going on here? Dear me. Ah, right. Any other points before I move on? Um, I've got trivia stuff, but I can hold that for later if that works better. No, don't mind. Um, well, actually, I thought the cast was quite interesting to talk about. Um, it was the cast. <laughs> so, Pat Oswald was the voice of Remy. I thought he was quite good. Um, didn't get sick from hearing him, which is always good. Nice. Um, there's a few names in here I should recognize. Um, so, Brad Bird voice and stuff because he likes to do that ian holm as the voice of skinner um the sous chef he was bilbo yeah. baggins yes i saw that cool. um there was another one. oh yeah so anton ego I, I could kind of recognize his voice but i couldn't tell who it was it was a uh, peter o'toole who played the king of troy in troy will arnett is in it as well apparently yeah forced um is he the german one yeah it must have been I like Will Arnett. He's great. The whole voice acting is really good, and like the French accents and stuff. Ah, so good. Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> right. You know how we normally compare to like the other films you've watched. Mm-hmm. Thing is, though, considering we're like on over thirty episodes, um, and over half of those would be like Disney films. Yeah. I thought we could just compare the Pixar films we've seen. Ooh, okay. okay. So what have we seen? Okay, I'm, I'm going to tell you. We've seen Lightyear. Okay. We've seen Toy Story 1. Okay. We've seen The Good Dinosaur. Okay. We've seen Wally. Oh, yeah. This one, obviously, Ratatouille. And that is it. Okay. How does yours rank? Um. Well, I think the worst one is Good Dinosaur. Yeah, I'm trying to decide between that and Lightyear. Yeah, same. Um, um, I think the other three, I may have missed one out, but if I've missed one out, it's in the average one. It's in between yeah. them. 
is Toy Story, Wally, and uh, this one. Yeah, That's they are like top tier. I keep thinking it's Toy Story must be one. Because okay. I've ranked them both the same. I've ranked this and Toy Story at 4.5 stars. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say that I think Wally is third. Okay. I think this one, I think I prefer the Toy Story. Okay. I could be wrong. What about that's, you? That's tough. Yeah, uh, similar kind of thing. I think, because Wally was like the year after, I think this, 2008. Um, I can't remember if I did a ranking for that. But that was probably four and a half stars for me as well. Um, Toy Story is a classic, and it was really great, and it still did hold up. I think this is my favorite. Yeah. I really, really like this one. I've never been so charmed in my life. Um, <laughs> probably, yeah, five stars, I think, yeah. for me. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's like the good thing about going through the Disney films again. Yeah. You get reminded of all these great films. Because I was like, oh, I don't know if I can be bothered to sit down and watch Ratatouille. But, yeah, I loved it. Yeah, because are you having the same as me, where you kind of, if you're watching the Disney film, thinking you've got to watch it for the podcast, isn't yeah. exciting. But actually, most of the time, when you do watch it, you're like, oh, wow. That was really fun. Yeah, definitely. I'm glad you did. Which is why I wanted to do it because there's so many Disney films out there. Because it may, there's an impetus to watch it, whereas you yeah. often just wouldn't watch it. Yeah, and it's like even the ones that like weren't great, you you, you still get to see them. It's still a film. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, mm. like Home on the Range. I can't think of a situation where I thought, oh, let's watch, put that on. No, but that was know, it's, fun. A, it's a good laugh. Yeah, it's a good laugh. Um, well, because there's a YouTube video. Um, is it Shafilis Productions? He's um. He basically did a video on Ratatouille because, uh, in his opinion, this is Pixar's magnum opus, and it's quite a good video. He talk, goes into quite a lot of depth about it. I don't remember much about it, but I probably agree. <laughs> nice, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Anything else on this movie other than the fact that you think it's perfect and I think it's near perfect? Um, got some, got some trivia. Nice. Go on then. Um, Smash it out. Okay, so it's just um. Then we'll do our favourite segment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so as we said, pet rats were kept at the studio in the hallway for more than a year so that animators could study the movement of their fur, noses, ears, paws, and tails. I wonder if any of them died during that time and was, like, really sad. Probably. Well, because that's the thing. So for the animation at the start, I was like, oh, is this looking that great? And so actually, no, they all look pretty so- solid. And all the people look great as well, and the food looked amazing. And I was like, when did this come out? And I thought, 2007. That's a long time ago. Quite a long time ago. 16 years ago, nearly. Um, yeah, I think marketing tie-ins proved to be problematic for this movie. There's no food product company wants to be associated with a rat, um, which is fair. So there's some cool things about Pixar trademarks. Whether they still hold up, I don't know. Nearly every Pixar movie shows the Pizza Planet truck from the Toy Story franchise. Oh, yeah. Um, the truck appears over the bridge over the Seine. That's the river in Paris. Mm. Um, the said about the dog um so there's a guy in here who's voiced like a character in every single one um yeah john ratzenberger voice of the stuff i don't know which character that was um so he's yeah he's voiced a whole bunch of them um let's have a look shall we do 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 yeah, this is quite a cool one. Um, wherever possible, Brad Bird had mainly female animators working on the character of Colette. Oh. Nice little touch. Mm. Um, again, little things like to create a realistic looking compost pile, 
Artists photographed and researched the way real produce rots. Um, they try whole different things. It's like, you know, nowadays, you know, would you bother doing that? I don't know, but like, it just shows you the kind of um, detail that goes into it. Uh, other stuff about how expensive that wine was that Ego mentions, that would have cost $4,000. No. Um, but yeah, so the rest of it is just like a lot of stuff <coughs> about things where it's set. But one thing I did kind of want to talk about with this was, um, so this was directed by Brad Bird. Um, I don't know if you know any of the other Pixar films he directed. I don't know. Um, so I've never been a big director guy in the sense where I know, oh, it's by that director. Yeah, it's I, only I, a few. I don't know many, but like I thought it'd be interesting to kind of compare a few, and then we can kind of conclude on, this. So John Lasseter um, did five films. So he directed Toy Story, mm-hmm. nice, A Bug's Life, nice, Toy Story Two. Okay, so he's basically the first one. <laughs> yeah, but then Cars and Cars 2. Nice. So, three amazing films to... Yeah. Um, Andrew Stanton, um, so he wrote Wally. So he, he was a co-director for Bugs Life, mm-hmm. but he directed Finding Nemo, okay. Wally, nice. Finding Dory. Nice. So amazing successful. Um, Ash Brannan co-directed Toy Story 2. Lee Uncritch um, co-directed Toy Story 2, Monsters, Inc. and Finding Nemo. Then he directed Toy Story 3 and Coco. So he like was like kind of doing stuff really early on, then did loads of stuff later. Um, Pete Doctor directed Monsters Inc. Up, Inside Out, and Soul. That's a pretty good list, I think. Um, David Silman co-directed Monsters Inc. So Brad Bird did The Incredibles, Ratatouille, and Incredibles Two. Um, two good films. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's a bit of a shame that yeah, obviously Incredibles two isn't as good, but I think yeah, if you've only seen it once, I feel like it was alright. Because I think for a lot of people, either Incredibles is their favorite Pixar film, or Ratatouille, or Toy Story, or Toy Story, or up. Or up. So I feel like there's actually a lot of people can have a lot of different ones. Yeah, too, but <laughs> I think like generally because like the first the start of up is amazing, but I don't think the rest of the film matches that quality. But. I mean, it's a great film, but yeah, I mean, you wait till you watch it again before you judge it. I think Wally's more consistent. You're Wally, thank you. But yeah, this film, I think, perfection. So that's yeah, that's all my trivia. Right now, to our favourite segment. Oh yeah, what book is it based from? No, I'm joking. Um, (laughs) oh, was there a book for this one? There was like a screenplay for it. Oh, was there? I don't know. I ain't got a clue. All I know is I want to spin the wheel, and I want to find out what we're watching next. You spin that. You know, is it going to be? something great like Frozen 2 or is it going to be something not so great like Cars I'm hoping it's something I haven't seen oh well there's a lot to be fair so let's find out shall we Hercules (laughs) it will not be Pixar okay oh it's in a good part that'd be funny if it is that'd be funny (laughs) that is hilarious what is it (laughs) talked about it earlier (laughs) The Little Mermaid. Oh, no way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be so, just in time for us to talk about the new one then. I know. So um, we can watch that one. And then we can, sorry, if you hear about heart, it's because we're watching <laughs> Chelsea v Fulham game at the same time. <laughs> and it just went off the post. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. They would have never known. I know. Until that moment. I thought we did oh. so well to this, yeah. guys. <laughs> and then you lost it. Never mind. <laughs> but never. Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. I oh. know. Uh, I think it's going to be better than the um, the big reindeer, but you know, <laughs> very good stuff. Thank you. Um, oh, yeah, I don't know. I think it'll be it'll be interesting. Well, like I said to you earlier, it's not a film that I necessarily really 
ever really enjoyed. Yeah. But I've noticed that a lot of those films I'm liking a lot more once I've got older. Mm. So I'm looking forward to seeing what it's like being someone in their Bin? mid to late 20s. Oh, okay. I don't know where I come back. In my three quarters 20s. Um, late, yeah, mid late 20s. Mid late 20s. Um, you know what I'm looking forward to? Sebastian? The music. Uh, to be fair, they have got one or two or three or four good songs. Ooh, so yeah, um, if you want to hear what we think about that, join in in two weeks' time. I can yeah. only tell you one thing I'm really looking forward to discussing when we discuss The Little Mermaid is what film we're going to be watching after that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Please don't die. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. He's lost it. He's all right, man. All right, cool. Um, so... Yeah, so in, if anyone else hasn't seen Ratatouille, um, definitely watch it. Oh yes, um, and then hopefully these, you watched it before we spoiled the oh, most yeah. amazing scene for you. But it's also like I think even <laughs> if like obviously I knew what happens in this film, but rewatching it was nice. Was um was amazing. So please tell us your thoughts as well. Maybe you hate this film. You don't like rats or cooking. Um, in which case, get lost. Yeah, go away, or I'll taunt you a second time. So um, yeah, but where where can they tell us our thoughts? Oh well, Ratatouille. Our Instagram handle oh. is LTA podcast. You can go on there, give us a follow, send us a cheeky little message. Yeah, or if you have any questions or things you'd like us to talk about, please uh, tell us on that. They can also contact us via email, uh, which we definitely check. Uh, which is let's check every other day. Oh, actually. Get, oh nice. Uh, let me get this right. It's let's talk about twenty twenty two at hotmail.com very nice very saucy yeah. well in the words of ratatouille better get to sydney <laughs> <laughs>